What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is uh, Friday, early Friday, December 15th, 2017, and you guys are listening to episode 335. How the heck is everybody doing? I hope everybody is having a uh, wonderful, wonderful December, this uh, Christmas and holiday time of the year. One of my favorites, listening to all the songs um, seeing all the lights, uh, you know, the mall just has a different festive feel. Everybody's excited. They're excited to get ripped off and give all their money away, spending money on shit that doesn't cost nearly as much as the tag says, but, uh, you do it with a smile on your face, but I love it. I love it. And, um, I'm enjoying it as well. It's even snowing here. We're about to snow in New York. We had snow earlier this week. So, uh, getting the podcast out, just a little bit later, um, I was going to do it, as always, on the Thursday, and I wasn't feeling well. I had one of those, like, you know when you don't know if you're getting sick and you just lay down, and then you sleep all night? Like, I, I started to, like, pass out early, and I just went through the whole night, or tried to at least, and I said, you know what, I'm going to, uh, you know, give the people a nice, good, fresh one on early Friday instead of Thursday. So, um, got a lot of stuff to talk about today, guys. Got uh, some stuff in... Um, you know, I want to talk about people's company uh, Christmas parties that you go to with the spouse. I think that's always something that people have to go through, and that's fun. Um, we're going to talk about some sports. We're going to talk about um, some uh, exciting news that I got that I'd like to share. Um, not not definite stuff, but really stuff is moving now. We're going to talk about that stuff with the special. We're going to do um, my unacceptable. I have a couple, your guys unacceptable, and just a lot of stuff to talk about. So we have a full-fledged packed TVE 335. Uh, I'm a little fired up, so I think this one should be a good one and should take you home nice. should be a nice flight. You know, this is uh, flight 335. This is flight TVE <laughs> 335, uh, and the forecast is maybe some choppy winds on the way up, but once we get up there, we should have a smooth, uh, smooth flight, smooth podcast. So, uh, sit back and relax wherever you may be guys at your, uh, cubicle in your car at the gym, sitting around, just hanging out, listening to your favorite podcast. By the way, thank you all. The more, uh, subscribers to, um, Patreon. I did a little overhaul on Patreon. I took some of the higher money options out uh, to make it just more affordable and easier. And now that I'm getting these out, I got another one out, which um, is already on there where it's me for 45 minutes driving home from New York City at three o'clock in the morning. Absolutely shot and exhausted. Uh, You'll get one today uh, or tonight, uh, uh, something that I'm upset about. So there'll be an unacceptable rant on there, um, which this one is so pissed off. This will be for everybody. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, and, and of course I want to, I got some stuff from you guys and, uh, yeah, we got, this is the holiday season guys, a couple more before Christmas. So let's, uh, let's enjoy it. But before we get into this, of course, the Verzi effect has to shout out as always, uh, it's sponsors. The Verzi effect podcast is sponsored by chassis, chassis, premium body powder. Uh, for men, man care for down there. That's right. Your undercarriage. That's what chassis is under undercarriage, uh, right? The, the bottom of a whatever. Anyway, uh, it's a brilliant name. And, uh, I got to tell you, I love the product. And I think that this is an amazing product for, um, this time of year because you could throw in the stocking stuffers. I mean, listen, having unbelievably dry, good smelling balls, um, is amazing year round, but, what better way to tell somebody you love them on the holiday season than to throw a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of bottles of this stuff in there and, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, just, just give the gift that keeps on giving. I had a lot of people tell me too, that they were going to like other powders. I'm not going to mention names. I'm not going to start, you know, talking bad about other, I'm not, you know, but this, this powder is, um, it's an amazing powder cause it's got this hydro shield technology. So, you know, I don't know if you're an athlete, but if you go to the gym and you sweat, you won't sweat there. You know, I remember playing with my son, uh, ball and we were, I was sweating except there. Um, and it's got no talc. It's got no, um, aluminum, no parabens, no menthol. It's just an unbelievable fine powder that, uh, protects you from, uh, chafing, sweat, odor. It's, uh, the powder smells amazing. 
And uh, yeah, and and also had a doctor pediatrician say that uh, he recommends it. Wants to even make a statement about it. He's on his third order. So uh, guys, I'm telling you right now. And also, what you can get people this Christmas is you could get chassis, uh, f- uh, shower primer, and also their extreme cream, which um, it it also prevents uh, chafing, and um, it's just great. And the shower primer is just like. It's the first line of defense. You put it on, uh, and then you just go in there. It uh, says, here, right here, I'll even read the bottle for you. Deep cleans, eliminates odor, moisturizes skin, softens body hair, reduces friction, so you get that as well. So pick that up this holiday season and get one of the best products I've had. I guess it's a toiletry, right? Um, Go to chassisformen.com. That's C-H-A-S-S-I-S. C-H-A-S-S-I-S. Uh, for men.com or get it at Amazon today. You will um, thank me for sure. Uh, also, guys, uh, City Living Dog. This holiday season, if you have a dog, a younger dog, a dog that's misbehaving, and you're saying to yourself, holy shit, I might have to get rid of this fucking thing. Um, this thing is biting and just not acting the way it's supposed to be acting, which is not acceptable. Um, what do I do? Well, reach out to my good friend, uh, at city living dog, coach Mike, talk to him, see what, uh, see what he thinks, see what, uh, he, you know, he'll, he'll give you amazing advice. You could check him out on all his, uh, social media platforms, such as, uh, Facebook live, his amazing YouTube channel, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Just search city living dog and coach Mike and see what he's done. See, um, all the amazing work and dogs that he's turned around. I can tell you firsthand, that, uh, you know, Lloyd is basically a wild animal that run, ran, was running around an island. And um, he's turning into a dog now, and it's amazing. So check that out. And also, guys, what can I say about All Things Comedy? All Things Comedy um, puts out amazing podcasts such as the uh, Verzi Effect podcasts, uh, such as the Monday Morning Podcast, such as uh, Skeptic Tank, such as the Burt Cast, Burt Kreischer, and many, many, many more podcasts. Um, they also do, uh, great albums, uh, on all things records. And I'm happy to announce that I am the first special ever that, uh, they did. And, um, I could give you guys a little bit of information, letting you know that, uh, four major platforms have uh, shown interest in the special, but I don't know where this is going to land. A lot of things are going to happen right after the holiday season, but, um, a lot of amazing, cool, exciting stuff, which, uh, is going to be available and you guys are going to be able to see it and stream it and do all that stuff and uh, tell your friends and send it to your friends. And if you've been a fan of mine or you've been a fan of the Verzi effect and everything, um, it's a really exciting time. And I couldn't do it or, or, or have the ability to do this without you guys. So to hear all these exciting things that are happening and, and you know, um, people actually giving a fuck about me and my stand-up. It, it, it takes a long time. You know, people see the final product and they think, oh, that's when you arrive. They don't realize uh, all the work and everything that goes into it. Um, but um, I'm excited. There's going to be some news soon. You guys are going to see the special. You're going to be able to stream the special. Um, I'll be able to make an announcement on where, but there's definitely some really... Um, and it's crazy because there's some very new platforms which are about to launch some really exciting stuff, and there's also some some known established ones, and everybody seemed to really be excited and like it. So um, I feel like I said I feel like an NFL player about to get drafted, and the phone is next to me, and uh, the the amazing team that I have working with me, they're gonna make the the decision along with me, and we're gonna come up with the best. Um, option and opportunity for me at this particular time in history with comedy where uh, all those things go together and um, but I'm excited I'm humbled and uh, it's amazing to even have that opportunity it does not happen without you guys it's not um, something that I could do without uh, the support of my listeners of my fans you guys coming out to shows and all that cannot thank you guys enough uh, it's appreciated more than you guys know and uh, that's why I do this each and every week for you know Geez, over seven years now because of because of you. So uh, you guys should know some some stuff soon. But I want to thank All Things Comedy for that, and they're starting to put out more content. You can check them out at allthingscomedy.com, or follow them on Twitter at All Things Comedy. Let's go now. Let's get into this uh, episode three thirty five, guys. Um, 
I went to my wife's, and and I love honestly. I love my wife's uh, jobs. I've always went to her when I could, and my wife is like she's such a good worker. She's had like two jobs in fourteen years. Like that's the like you know my wife's like level of work is is crazy. So, um, she said. You know, like my wife is so much like, like stronger than me when it comes to certain things. Like I'll go on stage and I'll do what I do. I'll travel and, and being a stand up, it's not easy, but like, she'll just get up every day and like, give a fuck, you know, like, you know, you have a job, half of you people listening to this, you have a job, you wake up, you get dressed, you go to your job, you either clock in or you're there for a certain time and you're getting a salary and you give a fuck half the time. You give a fuck for a project. You give a shit if like, all right, you can't get fired, so you need to do this. You know, um, she cares. And um, the only thing that I've ever felt like that for was comedy, really. Um, stand-up comedy and, and, and being able to create and being my own boss and, you know, going out there like, hey, I'm going to just say this shit. So that's the beautiful thing about what we do. It's like, I, I, I just go out there and say this shit. And, and, and write it down and, and make it funny. And a lot, a lot of work goes into it. But that's, I love putting a lot of work in something that, that you love. If, you, if you're putting in a lot of work and you don't love it, you need to reevaluate what you're doing. But that's a whole other thing. All right? I'm not here to fucking, you know, my Gary V. Anyway, um, what I wanted to say was we go to her holiday party. I love her coworkers. I love her bosses. They're like the best. She's appreciated. Like she, they just do it the right way. Right. Sorry. I'm trying to get the last of this iced coffee, which I clearly didn't get enough of. Um, and look, I'm, I'm the type of guy and I don't care if anybody hears this. My wife knows this. I'm the type of guy where when I'm having fun, I just don't want it to end, but that could be very dangerous. All right. Uh, what do you mean, Paul? Well, here's what I mean. Like, if it's 1230 at night, right? I've had two drinks. I'm feeling good. And everybody's leaving. I'm kind of like, all right, who's going to hang out? Like, somebody's got to want to keep this train rolling. You know, some, there's gotta be somebody who wants to end up in a diner at four o'clock in the morning, you know, nobody's driving or whatever, you know what I mean? So we go to my wife, I have to meet my wife at her holiday party because she's obviously already there, uh, cause she worked during the day. So she's there with her team and bosses and everybody's having a good time and they're feeding everybody and you get drinks and they, they do, they do it right. It's really nice. So we eat, we're talking, people are talking about, um, you know, a big thing now I've noticed is what shows people watch. That's a big conversation, right? And now you got everything. You got, it's not just Netflix. You got Amazon Prime. You got Hulu's trying to make a, a, a big push and a lot of new original shows on Hulu. And then you got, so everybody's going, oh, did you see this one? Oh, which one's that one? Oh, that one's on Hulu. We just got a subscription. Oh, that Amazon Prime show, you can only get it on Amazon. It's amazing. You know, and obviously... The Netflix ones, but that's what people are talking about and everything. And I'm just thinking to myself, all right, this is a good conversation. Somebody's got to know if, if there's a cigar lounge around here. Because <laughs> I'm like, look, my wife has her own car. She's going home. All right. Um, and I, I want to hang out. Now, luckily, my wife, somebody that works on my wife's team who uh, lives in Florida, in Orlando, Alex, shout out to Alex if you're listening, buddy. But Alex comes in from uh, Florida every once in a while, and uh, he's been up to our 4th of July party. Um, you know, he, he's, a, he's a Florida guy, but he, you know, he, he comes out, he came to the, to the Christmas party. And I remembered uh, at my 4th of July party, you know, everybody, there was like three parties. There was the initial party, then everybody leaves. Okay, then the second wave of food and desserts come out, and that's for like the, like the, like the 12 people that are around and then those people leave. And then there's like the four or five last men standing until six o'clock at a bonfire. He got no business. So Alex, who I had met just that day was, was one of those. So he's at this party last night and I'm just say to Stacy, I go, Hey, do you mind 
Which is so fucking ridiculous that I gotta ask as a grown man. Isn't it? I mean, the fact that you have to tiptoe, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but think about what I just said. I'm gonna ask this. The last time I said that, I was talking about like asking my mother if I could stay at my friend's house when I was in grade school. And I'm just like, so I want to ask Stacy, but you know how it is. Because God forbid you're fighting with your spouse around the holidays. You just get that dirty look walking around the house. I don't need that shit. All right. So I say, do you mind if I go to like a cigar lounge? And Alex, her coworker, was like, yeah, dude, I'll go. I'm down for whatever. And I'm like, nice. So she's like, yeah, go. Go have a good time. So we look up this cigar lounge. There's a cigar lounge about not even a 10-minute drive away. We go to this thing. And John Starks is the owner of it. And he is there all the time. He happened to not be there this time because he was on a cruise. But he's there all the time at this cigar lounge. We go into this private room. The guy's playing poker in the back. There's one like fat guy just sitting in a recliner right, right when you walk in. It looked like he wasn't going to leave for a month. Nice woman working there. Um, some accent. I think she was like Bulgarian or something like that. Couldn't have been more accommodating. Couldn't have been like, oh, and if you need this, and oh, if you want drinks, uh, members bring their own drinks, but if you want this. And then we go into this room, and it's got pictures of like Mickey Mantle, John Stark's sketch, like dunking on the Bulls for the, with the dunk, the famous. And I'm going like, how is this not packed? It was so incredible. We stayed there for like an hour and smoked. Then we ended up going to like a, a, a diner, eating an omelet at, at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's snowing in this like charming little town. I had a great time. So I got to say, I think company Christmas parties are underrated if there's cool people at it. Uh, I had a great time. And uh, yeah, and my wife really didn't give me shit for it. I mean, she was, you know, what time did you get home? You always got to exaggerate that, like, you know, you always got to go a little less than when you got home. Like, if you go home at 3.30, you're like, I don't know, I was like, two-something maybe? You got to you gotta go, you know, it's like when you drive and people are like, you close? You're like, yeah, I think I'm like 20 minutes out. But you know you're on bumper to bumper and that 20 minutes is going to turn into an hour and 20 and then you just got to come up with another excuse as the drive goes on. But that was a really good time. We had a really good time. So uh, shout out to Alex. I think Alex listens to the show. Hope you enjoyed it, brother. I did. And um, I'm going to probably turn that poor kid into a cigar lounge nut. Like the poor kid's going to be just going to Florida cigar lounge. I mean, you could go to great ones in Florida. But that's what we do. Every great city has a great cigar lounge. Okay, like I told you guys, I'll give you a couple right now. If you're in Indianapolis, you go to Blend. It's called Blend. Okay. Um, What's the other one? What's the other one? Hold on, I can't. I can't disrespect anybody that's been good to me. Um, Hold on. What was that cigar place in? There's a couple. Um, uh, Smoking Joe's? Smoking Joe's, I believe, in... um, Oh, my God. What is it? Springfield, Mass. Yeah, Springfield, Massachusetts is Smoking Joe's. That's a great one. Um... Uh, what's the, what's the, another good one here? Um, uh, is it the, no, not the, is it the Havana Lounge in Milwaukee? There's, there's a couple in Milwaukee that are really good, but the guys treated us amazing, but I gotta see, I gotta make sure that, uh, I get this right because I don't want to say some shit. No, it's not that one. What the hell is the name of the place? Oh my God. These guys were just so good to me. They're going to kill me. What the hell? Um, but yeah, blend, you got to go to blend. Was there one? Yeah, there was one in Chicago, but it closed early. Oh, the one at the Omni hotel in Providence, Rhode Island is so great. And you don't even, I don't even need to know the name of it. It's just, it's in the Omni hotel in Providence, Rhode Island. It's in it. It's amazing. So you got to check that one out as well. But when you're on the road, man, there is nothing better you know, I'm married with children. What am I going to do? You know, oh, it's this one. Uh, Yulies. I'm sorry. Yes. Yulies. Jesus. I'm so sorry, guys. Can't believe I said that. Yeah. Yulies. Okay. In, um, in Milwaukee. It's incredible. And it's next to the theater there. U-H-L-E. Tobacco Company. 
Go there. It's insane. The people there are amazing. You'll have a great time. But that's what you do when you're on the road. You go to a cigar lounge and you have a good time and you enjoy it. Um, so the Christmas party thing was was great. And, um, you know, what's funny is the doctor was like, do you smoke? And I go, nah, I haven't smoked a cigarette in years. I go, you know, I have an occasional cigar. And he like, like, like shrugged it off. Like, not shrugged it off, but they were like, all right. But it's kind of on me because I acted like I don't. And they were like. Okay, yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, I have an occasional cigar with a whiskey, like, I don't know, four times a week. I didn't tell him that part. No, not four times a week, but you know. Um, but I asked them, and they don't seem too concerned, so that that's a green light. Um, oh, guys, I have an unacceptable rant. That's on my Patreon. Uh, you got to check it out. It's, well, it'll be on tonight, but... It's about the fact that my daughter had to have another surgery in the same place because they didn't do the right thing the first time. Need I say more? Do you guys need me to say anything else? So I'll let you guys, you know, for, for you non-subscribers who aren't going to hear that, I'll let you just, th this is what it is. My daughter had a procedure done. We go for a follow-up and they let us know that they didn't get it all. They didn't fix it. They didn't do it right. And my little girl, five years old, had to go under and be cut open again because of, a mistake and even the primary pediatrician was like I'm so sorry you guys have to deal with this it's unacceptable I can't believe it so just imagine that's my daughter imagine how that's gonna go that rant probably gonna get it like not even approved to go on because I'm gonna lose my mind but um here's my other one all right today it's the little things it's the little unacceptables that get me today uh I went I came back from my physical today and I went to the store and I hit my wife up and I said babe you want me to bring you something, okay? I got my little healthy wrap. I got my little coffee. She goes, yeah. So she goes, are there any specials there? Because she can't just say a sandwich. No, of course not. Of course not. My wife is one of those where it's like a specific change. Do you think they could? I hate to be like that, but do, is there onion? Can they take the other? And onions red or it's, it's one of those and she just gets it from her family. She can't help it. And I think my son has it too a little bit. Just, you know, these people like, it's a specific thing. They can't just go, yeah, just give me the chicken dish that's on the menu and give me what, whatever comes with it. It's never that. It's always a little extra. So I said, hold on. I said, my wife wants to know, do you guys have specials? And they're like, oh, we got this beef dish. And then they're like, oh, we do these amazing little pizzas, like a spinach artichoke and chicken pizza. We'll do another type of pizza like that. So anyway, I tell my wife, hey, they got some pizzas here. Do you want one? She goes, yeah, that sounds good. Get me that one. So I'm done. I finished my wrap. Um, um, I paid. Then I said, I'll take the pizza to go so I could bring it home. I paid for the pizza, and now I'm just waiting. And there's other people waiting there, and I'm just waiting. And this place is always quick. I always go to this place. It's great. And I'm just waiting. And the lady's kind of like looking at me, and then I'm like, oh, maybe that's it because I heard the bell. You know, they hear the ding, and you're like, oh, shit, something's coming out of the kitchen. It's got to be me. Wasn't me. Then I hear ding. I'm looking. Wasn't me again. Now I'm like, man, this is, come on, man. Like, how long? Is it a ding? It's not me. So finally, people start getting a thing, and I'm sitting there, and the lady's sitting right in front of me. And something told me, hey, did they forget your pizza? So I go, hey, you guys didn't forget my pizza. And she goes, oh, no, wait, hold on. Is it back? Oh, I see it. No, it's coming out right now. And I'm like, great. She goes, oh, wait a minute. It's burned. Yeah, it's burned. But don't worry, he'll just, he'll just, uh, he'll just make another one real quick. And I'm like, wait a minute, I just waited 15 fucking minutes. What do you mean? He'll make another one real quick. It's like, I don't, who's got time to just, guy, you know what? Yeah, I've already been here a half hour. Let's, let's, let's do another. No, so I go, oh, really? I go, how long is that going to take? You know, being a nice asshole. How long is that going to take? Ah, uh, you know. She goes, well, you know, if you want to look at this one, I mean, it's just burnt around the edges. You could take a look at it. And I'm just like, you know what? Just give it to me and whatever. And then she's like, all right, I'm really sorry. We'll give you a credit. So next time, just mention this. I'll write it down. She's like, your name is Paul, right? Because I go to this place all the time. And I go, yeah. And she goes, we'll just write it down. So I bring this like pizza home. And my wife like tried to eat it, but it wasn't right. It wasn't acceptable. Here's the unacceptable. The unacceptable is I'm standing there in front of you, which is a, 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 an in-person reminder. Like it, we're not, it's not that busy of a place. It's like, an, uh, and it's just like, oh yeah, he, he'll make you another one. It's like, no, 
I'm standing right here. And I was the one to have to go. You didn't forget that, did you? And they did. So on top of my wife being picky, then I got to give her this charred fucking pizza and go, yeah, I, you know what? I knew you had to go. She had to go and do something with my daughter for my daughter's school today. So I knew, I knew it was going to be a shit show. I knew she was going to be in a rush and I knew she was hungry and I knew I didn't have time. So I bring her the charred pizza. She does the best she can with it. It's even delicious like that, but it was not good. And like, if it sat a second, it was just too much. It was too much. So that's my unacceptable. You know, I'm standing right here. As great as the holiday season is, it makes people freak out with busyness and they just, they can't perform. Listen, you're either a performer or you're not in anything that you do. Those people in the kitchen, they're performers, okay? That guy leaving the pizza in there, he bombed. It's a joke that fell flat. You can't do it. You you just can't do it. And especially, here's another reason why I don't like it, because it's a special it's on the menu as a special. So you should be like excited that people are ordering these pizzas, which this place doesn't traditionally do, but no. But I'm not going to complain because I know some people are like, wow, you know, you know, who's, who said that to me? A couple people say, my wife just said, this guy likes to complain about things. No, you dummies. It's the segment. All right, let's go to your guys unacceptable, see what you guys have here. See uh, what you guys mustered up. I'm sure there'll be some holiday ones, but who knows? Um, what the f- I swear to God, I just- Are we ever going to get to a point where I just don't have to type anymore? You know, it's 2000, it's almost 2018. Can it just be like, hey, go to my mail? Yeah, did so-and-so send me something? I, I mean, I know they have that. They probably have that, but it should be like that now. I, I don't understand why it's- and this thing with the password keeps changing. It's, all right. What is this? Let's see if this worked. Yes, it did. All right, let's see what we got. So the first unacceptable we have today is from, come on. Yeah, I'm a little irritable. A little irritable. I don't know why. I think I'm tired. Oh, coffee shop unacceptable. Uh, hey, Paul, love the podcast. Lloyd, come on, Lloyd. You've been doing good. No barking. Uh, hi, Paul, love the podcast, your comedy, and looking forward to seeing your special. Sorry for the length. My unacceptable is Lloyd. Do you, do you hear that I'm reading? I'm reading right now. He just looked at me like, what do you want from me? It's like, no, I'm reading, and he knows. Oh, boy, he's going to start calling. I live in the woods, and this dog barks at every animal. So if there's a squirrel, if there's a fox, there's always deer, there's a ton of dogs, and he just can't let it go. Lloyd! It's like, doesn't he understand that it's never going to do anything? I said that to him the other day. It's like, your barking is never going to change what's happening outside. Like, no, no one's going to go, oh, shit, well, you know... That Lloyd Verzi over there at the top of the hill, he he doesn't want to see this shit. So let's get, it's like, it's never, he's never going to do anything. All right. Sorry for the length. My unacceptable is this local coffee shop I go to on a regular. They have this punch card that gives you a free 16 ounce drink after 20 punches. I have filled out two of these uh, savey save fucky fuck cards over 40 plus visits to this place. When I redeemed the first card, I got a 16-ounce iced coffee with an extra shot and splash of cream. The barista wanted uh, me to pay for the extra shot because she felt that it wasn't part of the drink. I tell her that the card says one free 16-ounce drink after 20 punches. I go further to tell her uh, and show her that it doesn't specify... Uh, what a drink is or what it, uh, or what is uh, in said drink. Uh, it only states the required size of a 16 ounce. Um, being in a hurry, I give up this time and pay for the shot. That's bullshit, man. That's shitty. Um, she then hands me the card swipe thing to leave a tip if I choose to. Nope, not this time, bitch. The second time I redeem my other coffee club punch card, I get 
a 16-ounce ice Americano with a splash of cream. This time, it's completely different coffee, uh, bitch, and she looks... Oh, a different coffee, bitch, and she looks at the card when I hand it to her and says, this is not a 16-ounce, it's a large. Uh, to this, I tell her that the largest cup they have is a 16-ounce cup, and I go further to tell her I know a 16-ounce cup when I see one because I used to work in a coffee shop back in the day. She asked me if I uh, want it poured in a smaller cup, and I tell her, yeah, if uh, it's not too much trouble. Uh, to this, she says, you know what, just take it, and closes her uh, drive through window door in my face. Throw both of these bitches in a hot tub full of hot coffee and let them roast for a while. Unacceptable. Needless to say, I'm going to be talking to their manager pretty soon after I cool off a little bit. Thanks, Paul. All the best, uh, you and your family, this Christmas. Well, thank you so much. Is that Levi? Yeah, thank you, Levi. I appreciate that. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's what can you do? You know, I think this time of year really takes something out. I think the holidays, and I've seen it. It really takes takes something out of the people that don't want to be there, um, you know, because there's just a, just a hustle and bustle of everybody going and shopping and needing a coffee and doing that, and they're the ones there, so it's just kind of like, you know, but yeah, again, I mean, at the end of the day, how can you be, but I mean, I would see like, that. see that the problem with this one is, and I'll, I'll say that, I don't want to take too much time on this one because I know it was a longer one, but the problem I have with shit like this is in life, just in life, okay, why wouldn't you just comply to something free? Like, I would never dispute what the card said. Like, I'd want you to get a fucking 40 ounce for free. I'd want you to get like a pizza. Like, you know, like if, if they said, oh, you get a free pizza, anything you want. I would be like, load it up with meat. Like, I would never, like, you don't, like, unless it's your, like, family's place. But, like, even still, like, wouldn't you want the customer to be fucking happy? You morons. It's like, what do you see? You're charging somebody for a shot of cream when they have a card which showed they've been there 20 times? Like, that's what I don't understand. It's it's just like, it's like, are you mad to be mad? Are you upset just because somebody's getting something free and you're the one that's like behind the counter? Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? This guy has showed up to this place 20 times in order to get one free drink. The place I go to, uh, here, I'm going to get it out of my wallet now. Do I have it on me? Oh, shit, I don't have it on me. I think it's two, four, six, eight. Yeah, I think by the 10th one. And they include sandwiches. So, for example, today, I got a healthy wrap and an iced coffee. I got a card that's 10 stamps. And just today, I got two of them out of the way. So, like, in five days, in a week, I get a free thing. This person, you're going in there, you're going, you're buying 20 fucking coffees. And they're making, and they're charging you for the free ones, the shot of cream. Absolutely unacceptable. You're 100% right. I wouldn't go back, and I would talk to the manager. And as a matter of fact, I'll take it a step further. I'd talk to the manager while you're still hot. Don't even calm down. You should go in there hot. You should go in there as hot as the coffee and be like, look, I need to talk to somebody, okay? I've waited. Do you know that I've waited months? I've waited months and steamed over something and then called. I've waited months. I remember one time I showed up to this pizzeria and I go, yeah, man, can I talk to you outside? Or can I talk to you somewhere? And he just goes, yeah. He goes, what are you, you going to kick the shit out of me? This, this guy was huge, too. This big Italian guy. Big guy. I go, yeah. And I, I was so pissed off. Months after I was there with my, uh, you know, two year, less than two-year-old son. Less than two-year-old son. Maybe my son was 18 months, whatever. Maybe two. And I go, yeah, can I talk to you? And we go outside. Me and this man go outside in the back by the dumpsters. And he's not going to kick my ass, are you? And I go, no, dude, I just want to tell you that last time I was here, I was holding my son in the middle of the store, all right? You guys saw it here. You guys made me come over to the counter to get the pizza when I was supposed to be waited on. My son didn't get the high chair. The, the disrespect was amazing. The guy behind the counter was a dick, all right? And I'm standing there with my son, and it's like, and he was just, he was actually really cool about it and understood, but I, it was festering in me so much, but then I had to do it. If I was you, I would go do it. As a matter of fact, there's something that I still wanted to do. Now that I'm thinking about it, there was one that I wanted to do. I wanted to call up a place and be like, yeah, this is just so you know, this person was, um, this person was ridiculous. Shit, I got to think about it. Yeah, call them all out. 
Thank you. This is from uh, AJ, uh, Toxic Hater. All right, let's see what this is about. I recently started working out at my college uh, college gym. It's usually almost empty when I go, and it's convenient. Uh, I'm there the other day uh, doing uh, weighted pull-ups with two plates. I normally wouldn't say the weight, but it's <laughs> it's important here. So on the second set, I jump up to the bar and start repping out pull-ups. Um mid set I love I love like the terms like repping out like I don't know any of this shit I don't know any of this shit you could make shit up you could be like yeah so I did a til- a silver top instead of the uh instead of the bronze and uh yeah I did some um under irons with the under irons to the knee with the toes and I I haven't worked out my leg like and I would be, I would believe all that I wouldn't even know what the fuck I'd be like dude I I would like be like oh, this guy's crushing it with under irons um Okay, so on my second set, I jump up to the bar, start repping out pull-ups. Mid-set, this guy, who I'd seen around the gym before, walks in. I remember encouraging him. So on my second set, oh no, so oh, I remember encouraging him once when he commented on my weights um, being bigger than his. Wait, encouraging? Weights being bigger than his, uh, by saying he'd get there someday. Okay, uh, all right. So you're a good guy who's like, no, we're we're gonna you'll get there. The same uh, serpentine excuse. Hold on, shit, come on. Um, excuse for a man it takes one look at me, and loudly calls me uh, a show off from the doorway. So loud I heard it from my blasting headphones. He then walks up to me and starts talking about people who work out to show off. I look at him with uh, thinly veiled disgust and say, you know how long it took me to get here since I was 14. He then proceeded to backpedal like a worm, maybe because of the look of death on my face, but I ignored him, finished my workout angry, and left the gym with the rage building. Lock this weak-minded putting down people because he's insecure, complete, utter, uh, beta male in a cage with a clone of himself so he can destroy himself with his own evil energy. I know some people don't believe in evil eye, Paul, but this dude had a shit ton of it. Uh, anyway, waiting for the special. Keep it up, man. Well, you're going to get the special, buddy, and you keep it up, too. Apparently, you're destroying in the gym, and this Fucking dude can't handle it. And you're 100% right. It is because he's insecure. Insecurity is one of the most comical and sad things ever. Um, it's amazing. And, and you really see it in my job a lot. Because with what I do, people... Um, you know, I'm not going to be a dick. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to be honest. Uh, a lot of people envy what comedians do because they simply can't do it. Uh, they can't get on stage and, you know, like when I was at my wife's Christmas party, people like, I can't do it. And I'm like, yeah, I can't do what you do. You know, I don't know how to fuck. I don't know numbers that, you know, I don't know how to create some kind of crazy, like, you know, data system or software technology and, and make things make sense for companies. And I don't know how to do that. Like that, that's like learning Chinese, Japanese to me overnight. Like I can't, I can't do it. You know, for me, it's like I create jokes, I go up, I talk to people, I make people happy, I make people laugh. But when people are around something that they can't do or don't understand, hence exactly what happened with, um, you know, you in the gym here, uh, that's what happens. It's it's like, oh, I know so-and-so, he's so funny. Like, he would love, like, he could do what you do. And it's like, Kenny, Kenny, you know, um, I swear to God, I, I, comedy is so weird. Like show business, people are so enamored with it to the point where like it's the only business where we can talk to somebody that's a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. I've talked to multi, multi, multi millionaires, tens of millions of dollars, and they're the one impressed because they, they can't do it. And, and so, that's why I said something one time and somebody was like, what did I say? I said something one time about, I like that person. We were talking about a a specific individual 
And I said, I like that person. And the reason I like that person is because when this person was around people and this person was around some people that they didn't know and some people that they did know and stories were going and people were talking, this person was so confident in themselves that they didn't just have to jump in. And we were, and everybody was like, yeah, like that's the sense you got from that person. Like that person was secure enough to not have to have the attention on them. That person was secure enough to not have everything be about them. It, everything is insecurity. That's what it is. And it's, it's unhappy, insecure people. And the, the, the best advice I would give to somebody that is that way is to look yourself in the mirror and just be like, look, you know, things like it's okay. Like, I don't need to like, what do you like? I guess, the, I guess the best thing to do to somebody that's insecure is to, or if you are insecure, is to just find out, find out why you feel that way and understand that you don't need to and, and kind of catch yourself. You know, you just don't fuck it. Just shut the fuck up. All right. I'm at the gym working hard. And then you, 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 you're encouraging to the guy. And then the guy probably took that home with him. Like, man, what the fuck? Yeah, I know I'll get there someday. Yeah, I don't come every day. This fucking guy, you know, and then all of a sudden he sees you and then it just snapped. Fuck that guy. Unacceptable. Good one. Good one. I can't stand it. 2018 is the year to not deal with anybody's shit. Not deal with anybody's shit. Oh, guys, I had a good, I had a good, uh, good week. Something happened this week I wish I could talk about, but you, you guys will be seeing it, I'm sure. But you know what you do? You put your fucking head down. You put blinders on and you live your life and you don't give a shit about anything. You know, you just can't. You got to live your life. You know, what is somebody going to say? Well, you know, I really didn't like that joke or that joke offended me. Good. I don't care. Like one of the greatest things I ever did too was when family members would tell me like that they didn't like a joke or that they didn't appreciate a joke. It didn't happen a lot. It doesn't happen a lot. But occasionally, like, they, you know, I didn't appreciate that, or we didn't like that, or so-and-so thought. I could give a fuck. I could give a fuck if if my family, I could give a fuck if my wife's family, no offense, on, on, on distant relatives on my side, distant relatives on my friend's side that come and see me. I don't give a shit. You know what? You pay for a ticket to see comedy. You pay for a ticket to see my show. I'm going to go up there and do what the fuck I do. And if you're offended and you don't like it, you keep your fucking mouth shut. Or you say something and I'll tell you I don't care. Or just don't pay for the fucking ticket. I don't give a shit. All right? Because I didn't listen to people to get this far. Okay? I didn't I didn't listen to what everybody told me and got where I... I didn't get here because I was worried about what somebody thought. You know? I didn't, I didn't, ha- I don't have amazing fans all over the world listening to my podcast because I was worried that if I said something on the podcast or I was going to offend somebody or like, oh, should you really say that? I said what was in my heart. I said what I wanted to say and I was honest. And if that's not good enough for somebody, they could go fuck themselves. They honestly can. You were never going to be a fan anyway. Beat it. Get the fuck out. You know what? Because I want to fill the room up and I want to fill the listeners up and I want to fill all of that, the, the places that I want to be with people that fucking love and support what I do. Because I love and I, I love and and, and want to give them support for what they give me. So just get out. That's what it is. That's exactly the way that you should live your life. And if you live your life like that, you're not gonna be as insecure. If you care what people think, you know? I don't give a fuck anymore. And I have some really cool, exciting things going up. And the other day I sit down going, like, how did I get here? How the fuck did I get here? How did I gain respect from my peers and get better and and do all these things that I wanted to do? And you know why? I did it because of me and I did it because I did it my way. That's it. I don't know why I'm going off on this tangent now because this asshole in the gym had to scream at somebody because he's insecure. That's my number one pet peeve. Here are my pet peeves. Let's talk about pet peeves. Lose. I think I told you guys, losing something, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. Like if I had like a nice, like, like, let's just say like I got a nice watch. I got a watch for Christmas. Um, so I get to watch the morning of December 25th and like February 2nd. I'm looking for it and I can't find it or I'm looking for the box because I like keeping the box as a nice shit. And I can't, it drives me nuts. Uh, insecure people around me when you could feel it drives me nuts. Um, uh, cheap and cheap selfish people. Um, so 
I don't know that that guy at the gym that just got me nuts. Sorry about that. Don't worry. I'm gonna do. I'll do one more here. What 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 time are we going on? Because I got some more shit to talk about. Wow. All right. We're already 45 minutes in. All right. All right. Last one. This is from Jim. Snake rodeo unacceptable. All right. Let's see. Hi, Paul. It's Jim again. First, uh, I'll answer your question from last week. My friends and I are in our 40s and have been playing ass egg game for about five years. Wait a minute, Jim. Hold the fuck on. Oh, okay. I see here. That's right. My friends and I are in our 40s. No, you're not. There's no way you're in your 40s and you're playing the egg, the ass egg game for five years. Uh, I want to call myself out again this week. First, let me explain the other competition that me and my friends do on a regular. This one calls for taking um, the rubber squeeze end off of a turkey baster. Oh, my God. We all stand around and make various animal noises while naked to try to get hard. What? Uh, if this doesn't work, we try the old uh, frickle frackle by twisting uh, at the waist and bouncing your Johnson's, uh, <laughs> bouncing your Johnson off of your thighs. Uh, dude, are you fucking serious? We then put the rubber end around your skin helmet and, and stick. <laughs> Uh, our hard ones through the hole uh, of a snake tank. What? Uh, I often paint mine to look like a mouse to encourage a quick strike. After this, get the fuck out of here. After the snake bites your dick, you have to stay hard for as long as you possibly can before the snake lets go. Uh, my record is a minute and a half. My unacceptable is the fact that it <laughs> it could be uh, animal cruelty by spoiling the snake's appetite. I don't know if it thinks... Um, what the fuck? Dude, I don't even know if I should be reading this. Uh, I don't know if it thinks... Uh, that is... Uh, had already a dinner and thus might not eat afterwards. Uh, maybe we will take your advice and try poker night instead. But it would be a waste of my talent. Alright, dude. Listen to me. I don't know if you're bullshitting with me or not, but I'm going to say this. Okay. The holding your ass, holding an egg with your ass. I mean, that seems like a, it's definitely a juvenile. It's definitely a, you know, childish thing. And there's no way you guys are in your forties. Cause if you guys were in your forties, that would be, and you've been doing it for about five years, then that means you guys were 35 and into your forties. You're doing this. So I don't believe that. Second of all, I'll give you that one, even though it's absolutely nuts and weird. But if you guys are taking the, 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 the rubber end of a turkey baster and putting it on your dick or whatever you're doing, and then you're trying to put your dick in a snake hole and, and, and act like it's an animal, um, I'm going to say that I, I hope and think this is a made-up one. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't be reading this shit. Like, I can't be reading this shit on the show. Um, <laughs> I can't be like, what the fuck? And how can you go to poker now? How boring is that going to be if you're like, all right, who's deal? Can we just go back to putting our dick in snake tanks? Like, th that would be, I mean, I don't even know. Like, you guys have fun on a level that I've never, I don't even know what to even say to that. You know, what's next? Yeah, we rub ourselves in grease and we jump into a, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, we like to go to, like, the local farm, you know, uh, dip ourselves in some barbecue sauce and just see what the pigs think and let the pigs lick it off. And after 30 seconds with a stopwatch, whoever got more licked off by the pig wins. And, you know, my buddy Johnny usually wins every week. Like, you guys are into some fucking really sick shit that I don't even know, like, I, first of all, the day would never come. The day would never come, in my late 30s now, the day would never come where I would try to play a game with my friends at our age now where we're picking up eggs with our asses. Unless there was heavy, heavy money involved. 
in which case I would probably become really good at it because I like to make money. But this is wild. Uh, thank you. I guess. I guess thank you. I don't even know what the fuck to say to that. Um, guys, if you have more, send them in. If I can't read them all, I'm sorry. But uh, anyway, um, send me your uh, unacceptables to uh, unacceptables for TVE at uh, gmail.com. Unacceptables for TVE at gmail.com. All right, here we go. We got a couple Twitter ones that I could do quick. Uh, Gary L at Gary333 says, uh, putting Christmas lights on palm trees, unacceptable fail. Uh, yeah, because the top of the palm trees, it all look, they all look like, he sent me a picture. They all look like white dicks. Because the, the pole is lit up all the way white, and then the top has like a head on it. So it looks like, uh, it looks like, oh my God. And then the palm tree, all right. So this is pretty nuts, and it is kind of funny, but it looks like a penis ejaculating because <laughs> the palm tree is all white. Then it's got the head, which is all white. But then the palm trees that come and like look like an explosion, you know, the way they drape down, those are white. So it looks like something is shooting out of it. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I like that on Twitter because that's funny. Um, and you also sent one that says bright red shoes, camo skinny jeans, uh, polka dot uh, backpack, and a fuzzy ball on the top of his beanie. Man card revoked, unacceptable. Uh, yeah, I saw that picture too. So thank you for that, Gary. Let's see, uh, what am I, 50 minutes in? All right, you know what? We got plenty of time for more unacceptables next week. Send your unacceptables to that or, or uh, to unacceptables for TV at Gmail and also um, at Paul Verzi on Twitter, obviously uh, at Paul, V-I-R-Z-I. Let's go, let's keep, uh, let's keep talking. You guys are listening, by the way, to episode, uh, this is TVE. Episode 335. Um, let's see here. Oh, yeah. The, the, I wanted to talk about how... Listen to the news headlines. This is what we're living in today. This is... You know, somebody said something and it was like, what the hell is going to happen? What, do you understand the amount of content and the and the job security that Donald Trump and his administration is giving all these people because that is all people talk about. I have never seen, I just saw this. Look at this. This is the craziest thing ever. CNN. I'm going to go to CNN. CNN.com. Okay. And I know with some of you, well, Paul, there's people that are upset. No, there are people that even like him that just talk about him. The people that like him can't stop talking about him. The people that hate him can't stop talking about him. I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen anything like this. Um, the Daily Show talks about him. Late night shows talk about him. SNL talks about everybody. And this is not a political thing I'm saying. It's just constant. And I'm thinking somebody goes, what would happen? All these people would have nothing to say. But here are the, here are the headlines. Here are the fucking headlines, uh, of, of, um, on, 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 this is just CNN. Okay. Let's see. Uh. Trump pick to be judged for uh, for life stumped by law 101 question. Okay, here we go. Trump, uh, uh, Bannon Trump, urge more to concede. Trump, I'm pardoning uh, Flynn. Let's see. Analyst, what's Biden's uh, Anita Hill apology says about his plans? Trump called Putin yesterday to thank him. Lloyd, uh, to thank him for praising him. The, uh, the story of Trump's Russia paranoia is terrifying. Uh, North Korea must earn its way back to, t- it's like, it's like everything is, it's just so ridiculous. It's, I, I've never seen, now let's go to another one. Let's just go to another one. This is where people's minds are at. Let's go to, let's go to MSN. Let's go to MSNBC, right? MSNBC. Yeah. Let's see what their topics are. Let's see what their topics are. Uh, MSNBC. This is. Okay, Trump's favor for Russia's security risk. What else? Um, Companies have slowed down competing traffic. Puerto Rico without power three months after the hurricane. All right, that one one is okay. Um, Analyzing Trump's support for law enforcement. There's one. Uh, Senior... 
<laughs> oh my God. Uh, GOP senator publicly embarrasses Trump. Uh, judgmental uh, with Rubio currently a no, blah, blah, blah. Meet the man <laughs> considered Putin enemy number one. It's like, I don't, it's amazing to me that you just can't go and read something that's just like, it's just amazing. It's amazing that this is all that, this is all that's going on. And this is when I think, wow, man, social media and the internet, this is where it's just negative because people just can't stop. People just can't stop themselves. You know, it used to be you did this shit in the privacy of your own home or you listen to a couple things on the news and go on. Now you even can't. No matter what side you're on, that's what's not fair. That's what's really not fair because you could agree with something or disagree with something and it's just, you just have all of these people just constantly talking about it. You don't even know what to think. Unbelievable. It's unfucking. it's, it's... Um... Guys, I'm hearing bad things about Star Wars. I'm hearing bad things about Star Wars and it's not making me happy. It did get good reviews. Rotten Tomatoes gave the new Star Wars. What did it fuck? It gave... What did it give them? 93%, I believe? Yeah, Star Wars The Last Jedi got 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ferdinand got... Who's that? Oh, the wife is calling. Let's see what she says. Uh, Yep, gonna run some errands. Get kids off the bus. All right. All right. So, uh... Anyway... So Ferdinand got 78%. Um, what else? What else? The Ballad of Lefty Brown got 80. And I heard good things about uh, James Franco's movie. What was it here? Um, I heard good things about, what was it? What's it called? Disaster some shit? Um, the Disaster Artist. And what did that get? You know what's weird about Star Wars? Star Wars got 93% on Rotten Tomatoes by by the Rotten Tomatoes, but it only got 58% by audiences that saw it. So there's a disconnect there. Uh, some people, I saw a couple things on Facebook that said they didn't like it. I saw one on Facebook that said they loved it, but now people are saying that they're a little underwhelmed. So that's not a good sign. I have a feeling, and I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong, but I have a feeling that Force Awakens is going to show people that it was a lot better than the, than anybody that, um, you know, said otherwise about it. I think that you, you're going to realize that Force Awakens was really good. But I'm hoping that this is I'm hoping that this is good or at least has some really good moments in it. So uh, by the by next show, you will definitely I will definitely have a review on episode uh, 336 because I'm, I'm probably going to see Star Wars. I would imagine multiple times unless it just sucks. Because the Star Wars movies, I you need you got to watch like one or two times to just kind of digest. But, um, you know, at this point, we'll see. We'll see, you know. I mean, yeah, it just sucks, man, when one movie's great and then like the next one sucks and you got to wait two years. Um, all right, sports guys. Christoph Porzingis. Christops. I'm sorry. Christops Porzingis. Left yesterday's Knicks game. Another Nick win, by the way. The Knicks are a couple games above 500 in mid-December, which is never happened, so I'm excited about that. But um, the seven foot three Kristaps Porzingis, who is the star of the team, he'll be an all-star. He's one of the best players in the league. Left with a knee injury again. Um, like I said before, guys, I seen this guy. I seen Porzingis up close and personal when I was courtside, and he's just so big. It's like, how can your legs? I'm not even joking around or trying to be funny. He really did look like a baby giraffe. Like he looks like a baby giraffe. Like he he's he's so big and his head is so high up from the floor that you're just like, you know, this guy running around, jumping around. Something's gonna go wrong with the you know with the knee, with the joint, with the ankle. Um, you know, they said he, when he left, it looked a lot worse than it was. They said, it's just sore. Thank God. Hopefully he'll come back, knock on wood, but gotta love what the New York Knicks are doing. Gotta love that. They're going to make, it looks like they're going to make the playoffs if they play like this. I think if Porzingis can stay healthy and Tim Hardaway Jr. comes back, I'm excited. 
Um, the garden is amazing. I love this time of year. I love basketball this time of year, especially when my Knicks are good, which is so rare. But yeah, this guy's legs looks like a, I mean, it looks, I thought when I saw Kevin Durant kind of close at the Staples Center in Los Angeles, and I'm going, wow, that guy's 6'11", and he's this all legs. And then seeing Porzingis seven three, you just can't even believe that these people that, that these people are the size they are. Um, and then doing what they're doing, and everybody was like, "Oh man, big guy, you got to watch the legs." And I'm like, "Stop hating," but it's kind of true. It's like you feel like he's just gonna. It's like he's walking on these like huge string beans. It's you just have a feeling one day, or you're afraid he's just gonna twist it. And I, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to jinx it, but I'm worried about that. Um, Oh, did we talk about the Giancarlo Stanton to the Yankees? There you go. Once again, Yankee haters or negative people. I don't like it. He's a strikeout king. What the fuck does that mean? He was the MVP of the National League. Okay? He batted over 280. He had 132 RBIs with 59 fucking home runs. All right? You know what a home, you know what a strikeout machine is? A strikeout machine is when you're batting 250 or less and you keep striking out but you know and you're putting up homers and you're a power hitter. So you put up a lot of home runs but you're striking out a lot but you're not batting for average. This guy batted over 280. That's not a strikeout machine. What's going to make it happy if those are line outs and ground outs? It doesn't it, it, it doesn't make any sense. You put him in a lineup with Aaron Judge you got Didi Gregorius. You got Gary Sanchez. Not to mention the best hitter on the Yankees nobody talks about because he was hurt last year is Greg Bird at first base. The Yankees are stacked. They are ready to go. If we get another like bona fide starting pitcher, the New York Yankees are going to make a very, very big run next year. I'm excited about it. It's a great move. Good for them. You know, and and and, and people just, I don't know. I don't know if I like it. What are you just talking to talk? Give me a reason. The team is still young. It's all farm guys mainly. It's all young guys. What are you talking about you don't like it? You don't like the fact that now pitchers have nowhere to fucking run in that lineup? You can't put anybody anywhere? You have one of the most exciting power lineups in history? You know, this is like Maris, This is like having Maris and Mantle in 1961. This is what this is. This is like the Bash brothers all over again. Uh, Canseco and Maguire in the 80s. Mantle and, and Maris in the 60s, like I stated. I don't understand what's what people have a problem with. We gave up nothing for him but a second baseman and some and some prospects that we didn't even know if they were good prospects. And then, oh, and, and then here's the other thing. Oh, Jeter just did that since he owns Miami to help the Yankees. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's what a guy wants to do. A guy who just spent millions of dollars on a team that's in negative and in, in debt, okay? Think about the logic of that. Derek, see people, oh my God, I hate people. I hate people. The older I get, I hate people. Think about what, what, what those people are saying. Derek Jeter just gave the Yankees, listen to me. Derek Jeter just bought the Miami Marlins who have an abysmal attendance. They're in debt. It's in shambles. And yet he just spent all that money on them. Okay? What Derek Jeter did was he tried to get Stanton to the San Francisco Giants or the St. Louis Cardinals, okay? Without even telling Stanton. That's why he was like, those are some of the teams you want to go to. He tried going there first. Then he realized that with the long-term deal and the money that the Yankees were going to be the way for him to dump him and get, get rid of him, okay, and have it happen. And that's what he did. He didn't want that. It's not an inside job. It's not. It, that, that's all bullshit. It's all ridiculous, okay? So it's great. The, the strikeout thing means nothing, and uh, I, I think that it's a great move, and I think that, you know, of course, any big deal like this is barring injury. You got to, you know, is, is barring any injury, okay? But I love it, and once again, but these are the same people that wanted Eli out. These are the same people that booed Mariano Rivera. These are the same people that booed Derek Jeter when he had an 0 for 33 slide. These are just, these are just spoiled New York fans that are dumb brats that don't get it. You know, like Giannis, like my buddy Giannis said, in what adult world do you not like this deal? I mean, can we be real here? Now, I would say I didn't like the deal if they had to give up Greg Bird or Gary Sanchez 
or Didi Gregorius along with somebody else. That's fine. I'm more skeptical skeptical about the manager, Aaron Boone, than I am of Giancarlo Stanton. So, so there. I said my piece there. Uh, what else? What else? I got some plugs. Do I have some plugs? Well, you know what, guys? I'm home for the holidays. I don't have to fly anywhere. And um, I'll be local, so I'll be doing shows. Um, you know, one thing that I can definitely plug is New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, please check me out. I'm doing two shows at two different theaters New Year's Eve. Um, one is at 8 o'clock and one is at 8.30. And I know what you're thinking, but Paul, how can you do a show at 8 and a show at 8.30 if it's in two different places? Well, there's going to be four of us on the show. And the theaters are um, Co-host Music Hall at 8 o'clock. Okay. Uh, oh, and I'm going to be at the Triad Theater in New York City, Wednesday, December 20th at 9:30. I'm going to be. Um, I'm going to be. Yes, 9:30 Wednesday, December 20th. I'll be at the Triad Theater in New York City. Um, Sunday, December 31st, New Year's Eve. I'll be at Coho's Music Hall in Albany, and then at 8:30 we'll be at the Egg, which is another great venue. So I guess what they're going to do is as soon as you get off stage one place, we're going to be card over to uh, the other place and do it. And then I will be hopefully home for the ball to drop with my family. So uh, there you have it. Uh, for any other dates, go to the website. I'm, I'm, I'm continuing to uh, add some stuff, you know, add some stuff to the website and all that stuff. But it's a weird time of year because New Year's coming and all that stuff. But there you go. So, um, that's pretty much it guys. Thank you guys for listening to episode 335. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, please have a safe, happy, uh, holiday season. I'll talk to you guys before Christmas, right? It's today. Yes. I'll talk to you guys one more time before Christmas. Um, happy Hanukkah for, uh, my Jewish listeners. Happy Kwanzaa. I don't know what that is, but I know it's, it's something happy. Enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, go get that chassis, stocking stuff for chassis, not only the powder, but the shower primer and, um, the cream. Thank me later for it. Get it at chassis, uh, for men.com. And, uh, you know, you will be down there. You will be pristine down there like never before. And also Amazon, you could get it on, uh, check out coach Mike, check out all things comedy. Hopefully I'll have an announcement for you guys in the next couple of weeks where you guys can see my special, but I can tell you this, um, preliminary reviews are in and I'm extremely excited and humbled. Um, I believe in my heart. I actually know it's better than my album. And, uh, and I'm, I'm really working on the next one, which I'm going to do at the end of 2019 and at the end of 2019. And I know that that one's going to be even better than this one, but I'm really excited about it again. Thank you guys. I can't thank, uh, can't thank you guys enough for listening. Come out to the shows. Um, check me out. If you see me at a comedy club near you in uh, 2018, cause that's coming and um, there you go. So until uh, next time, I am out of here. Uh, take care, everybody. I'll talk to you soon.